That, like you show up to hoop and it's like we get it, Dom. You're into vintage. <laughs> single, <laughs> baby. Just a single dingle headband. You can't a single stitch shooting sleeve. <laughs> it's like we get it, dog. Like okay, you're into. Tell me you're into vintage. Without yeah, that's it. Vintage. Yeah. You're like, babe, both of these sleeves could become the legs of my boxer briefs. I can That's make it. vintage boxer briefs. That's the next thing. Come on, we innovators over here. I might have to collab with you on those now. Come on. Yo. This is David Funk, and you're listening to Fits of Faith. Garmy, today on the show, we've got the Vanguard of Vintage, the Sultan of the Squat, the Single Stitch Sergeant, the Baron of the Bins, the Pharaoh of the Flea, the Mad Hatter. Jesus rode a donkey, but our boy is cruising LA in some mules, the Toledo Tenenbaum, the Sage of Style, a bona fide blimp boy, the father figure fashion needed. 149 days later, we have joined the crew, stylist and owner of Crew Vintage. This is Dom Jones. This is Fits of Faith. Dom. Welcome to the pod. Whoa, I need all of that. that that's how I'm going to walk into rooms now. Let's I need you go. to come follow me everywhere I go. Dude, <laughs> yes. You, uh, yes, bang my line. Bro, <laughs> welcome to the freaking pod, baby. Yes. I am juiced. I am amped. I am your host, as always, of the podcast Fits of Faith, the Prince of Prayer, Carson Cooper. And I am joined by my guy, the Osho himself. It's Theo Reverend Ryan Theo. How you doing, big guy? Listen, in the words of you, we got that energy, baby. We've got that energy, baby. We've got that sons and four violent energy that Theo supports, okay? Sons and four, man, we are so stoked. Today on the show, we have got Dom Jones straight out of L.A., the Sunshine State. He has curated the sickest of vintage accounts. And again, Dom, you were like the first DM that I sent, and I looked it up, and it was 100 and 49 days ago. So almost wow. 150 days in the making, bro. Let's go. Um, Yo, better late than never, pod. baby. Come on. Yeah, dude. But it, I'm so stoked. I'm. Uh, we've gone through name changes. We've got an intern since the first time. <laughs> I think, no, I had a kid. I was about to be, I had a second kid. <laughs> Theo yeah, got prepped. No. Not not it. That's not right. Okay. Well, dude. That logo is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Shout out Bright Cole. True. Yeah, RIP ministry where if there's, a nut, if there's any other groms out there that are wanting to get in the Christian podcast game, um, come up with your own clever pun name. Don't steal it. Or, or should we have that? Let them have the scraps. I don't, you know, Jesus says don't throw the crumbs to the dog. But even That's dogs, true. it's whatever. Okay. <laughs> We've got that energy, baby. Dude, Theo, why don't you do what you do and go ahead and do what you do? So, Dom, as I'm sure you know, we're going to hit you with the fit check. So the question is, would you like God to rain down on you or well something up inside of you? Meaning, would you like to start from head to toe or toe to head? I'm gonna go rain down just because the the, the feet the feet are special today. I like that. So Dang, let's okay. let's go with I that. Have, yeah, yeah, hit it. Hit it. <laughs> all right. So on top, uh, I'm not gonna read from my notes because I was like, want to make sure I give all my people love because yes. most of the time yeah. I'm wearing like friends brands or stuff of homies. So the hat support the homies is Mawa Studios from my boy Coffee. Uh, it says all we have are memories. Um, the shirt. The vintage Mickey T for my boy Ferretti. Um, the necklaces, it's my son's name and my dog that Ooh. passed away. Oh, Bracelet. Man, RIP, dog. My <laughs> dog skip, man. You know? don't skip you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> bracelet, the homie Rube. Uh, this other bracelet was like my grandma's chain. Uh, that she was small, I turned into a bracelet. Cool. Wedding band, Majuri. The vintage. Uh, 60s Vietnam pants from um, Crew Vintage Co. Cool. And last but, not, last but not least, the custom Burks and Covenant Mules. Mule, mule boys. There they are, dude. Yeah. These have been getting the a lot of love lately. Yeah, they so, have. So, yeah. I like the, the, I, of course, I'm talking about myself. I'm like, Carson, that's such a good joke. But I'm like, you can call those the good Fridays. Jesus rode in on a donkey, boys. Come on, on bro. Mules. You already know. <laughs> I'm about Dude, it. Theo, Theo, I have a couple of questions, many of them, but what, what did I just witness? You witnessed a complete fit check. There it is, Dom. <laughs> there are three main subjects of this pod, and they are as followed. Garms. Clothes and shoes. God. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the guys. Carson and Theo. Ourselves. So we're going to get where the getting's good and change things up. It's like we're talking about ourselves. So Dom. <laughs> The question that has been, you know, just burning on the inside of me 
Um, the father-son fit pics are so sweet, and they bring a fashion tear to my eye every time I see them because it's just goals for me. So let's start this pod off with a combo on legacy and the Garms inventory you're curating for your namesake. Ooh, when I tell you, he's, I wish my dad did this for me because my yeah. dad still got some vintage stuff, but... It all started like he's he's keeping it. He's like, he's no, Tom, I see what I see what you're selling these for. Yeah, he's like, these are mine. But no, um, I just well, we started our vintage clothing line uh, crew named after my son. So he yeah. going to kindergarten, and it's like show and tell. He's the only kid that's gonna have a business that's five years old. You know? Yes, yes, that's awesome. And then with the father son fit pigs, I just love my little dude. You know, so we right. keep them fresh. Yes. We didn't want to go like the the dinosaur like clothes. We were like, oh my we're gosh, going neutrals. It's so bad. Anything I got, he's got. So we're real. He's even got some vintage tees that are like his size, but like dresses on them. But he'll yeah. grow into them. That's so sick. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a concept that all fathers are now thinking about, especially the Garms minded ones, that there is a there's a aspect of legacy in both the way we parent and ride in and what we want to leave for them. But also like, man, I can acquire pieces for them like in kid sizes, but also something I'm thinking through is what are some pieces and garms that man, my boys could wear right. one day. Cause I have two, I have two little boys. My older just turned two mm-hmm. and I have uh, eight months. And so I got two boys. So I'm like, man, there's some stuff that I'm like, oh, I should get rid of these. I, I don't even wear them anymore. But my wife's like, well, what if the boys want to wear them one day? Like I have a bunch of Jordan ones. Again, I'm on my Yippie Kaye cowboy coupe <laughs> uh, flow, but I've got, and for everyone out there that thinks I just hate sneakers, listen, I got the breads. I got Chicago's. I got Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man hey, ones that are like the, yeah, are like, like Chicago's. Tom just flashed us, uh, <laughs> but they were some Chicago's. Baby. Listen, I, I got the kicks. Okay, listen, so don't come at me, but I'm like, I'm not even wearing these. Maybe I could flip them, but my wife's like, how cool would it be if the boys were like, hey, let me wear these when they're size 10 one day. Right. And so um, is that something that, when as soon as your son was born that came to your mind or is it something as you like got into vintage like oh i can give him stuff or does that change the way you're acquiring pieces for the personal or letting stuff go it's it's almost like a combination of all of them as far as like i just wanted to pass down things that i have not only like the knowledge and things but like as far as like i believe you look good you feel good yeah. You feel Always good, you play do. good, you play good, they pay good. Come on. So like, also, you pray good, you, you <laughs> look good, you feel good, you feel good, you pray good, you pray good. Ready, Theo? People get saved. Come oh, on. come on. Shout out to all my pastor friends. You know, that was one that was in the back. You definitely pray good. But no, like, concerts I go to, I'm saving all those teas, like things that Sick. will be vintage in 20 yeah. years. So yeah. when he's like high school and yeah. things that's vintage now and will probably be antique in, right. 30, you know, 20, 30 years. So. Right. All right. That's so sick. Um, not to, you know, divulge all of your family plans, but you guys have family expansion plans. Like we add into the crew or, we do. or, or are you just stocking up the goods. Okay. You got the expansion plan. Ooh, we got the expansion plan. So we have another little one that'll be joining us uh, late October, <gasps> early November. Let's, Let's go. go. Breaking news. Fits breaking of faith. News. You guys are getting all the breaking news. Come on. I know. <laughs> let's just say we can't talk about the other one. But, um, <laughs> Let's no, just yeah, say, yeah. let's just say it's prime. Okay, that's it. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. Right. Let's just say he's prime. He's prime for purpose. That's he's it, prime baby. for purpose. That's all I'm gonna say. For okay, so family see. expansion plans. Um, so I'm sure that's changing. You know, getting into the vintage. But speaking of vintage, bro, tell us a little bit of the story. How you got into just being passionate about it. Yeah. Um, you can tell you're the real deal, Evander Holyfield. Like, you don't just, um, especially too in the curation of the page, the crew vintage page, which I stumbled across. The tagline is, let me read it to you folks. You know, we are vintage neutrals and staples. And in this day and age, especially LA, but, but even beyond everyone in their mom has a vintage page, right? Every, <laughs> everybody and shout out thrifted for you. We love her. She, Lexi, Lexi Westlake came on the pod. But what I love about the crew vintage page is, is exactly that it's vintage neutral and staples. Yeah. So when you look at some of these things, it's just so much different than the standard, um, let's say like 90 sports tea, you know, we love sure. a good, you know, sun's tea or I'm a Kansas city chiefs fan, but it seems like you've just curated such like sick pieces and there are sports references, but it's like, okay, there's a, there's a taste level that's going in here. That's not just that. Um, let's say default hip hop aesthetic. Of course yeah. there's like tons of hip hop riddled throughout, but you guys get what I'm saying. 
like mm-hmm. the rap team motif or just the big like sports one. So again, my my belayed question, delayed question, just how did you get into the vintage game? Is it something that's in the past uh, recent years since the move to LA or you've been rocking with the single stitch? So I've been vintage and like thrifting for myself for like, I'd say five plus years. And it was like, okay, I don't go to therapy, but that was like my therapy, you know, put on a good playlist and just hit the racks, you know, and just finding gems. A lot of times, you don't find anything. That would have been a good one. Okay, go on. (laughs) We'll have to punch that back in. But yeah, (laughs) just, um, you know, putting on music, going through the racks and like finding stuff. Some days you do, some days you don't. And then eventually, um, through like quarantine, we noticed like friends weren't able to go out and shop or there was like a void that needed to be met. So me and my wife were like, hey, this could be a great creative outlet for us. I dress myself. People were always like, hey, where'd you get that? Why not get it for them? And that's where like the styling part came from and like the sourcing part all came together within like the last six months to eight months. What's like the coolest interaction or or let's say like maybe most meaningful. Sometimes we can equate it with like who's the biggest person you've sold to. But maybe what's the most meaningful exchange or transaction you've had through the account so far? I'd say uh, most recently, like a few weeks ago, uh, a buddy of mine, Jake Goss, uh, Laney from the band Laney, you guys know. Um, yeah, they're, they're coming on the pod soon. So. <laughs> That's the man, dog. I'll, li- I'll link you guys. But uh, oh, before he had, God, yes, <laughs> before he had his daughter, uh, yeah, I gifted so them like bad. this, okay. this, this Razorbacks hat that I found. Oh, sick. And I was like, you know, a gift for them because he's like always supported the brand along the way. Yeah. And then recently for Father's Day, he had his hat on, just like was rocking it, and sent me some pics. Was like, I love you. And uh, we put it on the gram, and that was like one of the yes. most meaningful because it didn't have to. I never leveraged my relationships for posts, and right, it was right. cool that he was feeling what I, you know, totally. gifted him. That's so good, man. Even there, it supports my through line of seeing really this father son dynamic. Um, especially, especially, you were featured in in a post yesterday through an account, LA Magazine. Uh, I'm not too familiar with that, but it just showed this dynamic of like present fathers. And the intentionality of not only like, okay, there's so much to parenting that's beyond just making sure this person is alive. You're forming a human. And I think it's so interesting too, like the the emphasis on the vintage and the clothes, like, oh, I'm forming style. But in addition to that, we're forming leaders and men of God. So I think it's so cool, this like father, son, and then there's this parallel to Jay Gosson and his daughter, I believe, you know, the, uh, the parenting thing. Uh, what aspect of family have you observed from the vintage scene? Specifically, like, I see how different you are than a ton of accounts. Has that helped you, hurt you, or what's that aspect of family? Or is it even present coming out of a COVID world? Yeah, for sure. I've, uh, it's funny, I've collected with a lot of dads through like the vintage, you know, community, like a homie of Eva LaKev. Check out like his Instagram. He's, he's always got from him, his son, his daughter, his wife. They're probably one of the most fashionable families on the gram. But I just wanted to change the aspect of like, you dress like a dad, you know, that stigma's so bad. Yes. It's like, I'm one of the flyest dads out. I'll say it here. So come on, come not on, to yeah. toot my own horn. I'm, I'm humble. So Back, I mean, but, I mean, I'll take that, but you know, <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> yes. I love it. I mean, cause what about that? Like, cause not only is the, cause let's get real. We love a good new balance, right? We love a good nine ninety. you know, V three and above whatever. Um, we love it all. But like, the monarch joke is is done. Like the monarch dad <laughs> joke thing is done because they're not. It's not funny anymore, mm-hmm. and they're not. This is me. This is my podcast. They're they're not so bad that they're great. And Dom, where do you fall on that great debate? And Theo, really weigh in on that too. I'm like I'm like go to a go to a New Balance like nine ninety. We can do a different chunky dad shoot, but like the monarch, and then of course like the great white whale New Balance. Whatever that is, the Moby Dick, dude, it's got to go. Da- <laughs> it's got to go down. So I love the fact that you're redeeming like the dad style with some of those traditional like dad cuts, i.e. New Balance, i.e. Mules, i.e. Let's call it 501s, i.e. You know, hat. You've got the freaking sure. dad fit, but it's so much better. But where do you fall on like, oh, Monarchs? Because I mean, a couple years ago, like that was funny, <laughs> but but I think the joke. I th- I'm I'm done laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I uh I used to cut the grass in my dad's monarchs like Let's back in go. back in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. And now it's just 
Not for me. If I had to wear a pair, it'd be the white, the black, and reds. But like, mm. I have a, I wear a size 13, so they're just too big. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the same thing with like you know Balenciaga sneakers that I never had. Some for shoes sure. are just so big that in a 13 they look ridiculous. Because I'm only yeah, you know five, five ten. If I was six three, I might pull a monarch off. But for <laughs> me, I can't. I can't do it. Love True. all things New Balances because I have wide feet. So 990s, 992s, 993s. I even yeah. like the 550s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a specific New Balance collab in recent days that really sticks out to you that you're stoked on? Anything Salihi. Uh, I knew it. Oh. Is, like, is under, I was like, so I'm going to make sure I say his name. I still like the OG orange ones, but yeah. those teals are sick, too. Yeah. Yes. And I love, again, shout out Grey's Anatomy, uh, Jackson Avery, uh, Jesse Williams. Yeah. Actor is like modeled them. And it's just such a cool. Yeah. Like Jesse Williams is just a cool dude to begin with. And then mixed with Salihi, like, oh, it's just so good. I listened to several podcasts with him on it and his journey and like just how he's gotten to where he is is so cool in the design process. And, and I think he even talks about a strong like father son dynamic in, in some of his lifestyle. So bro, you're, you're walking the, in the, the lanes of greatness, but back to the, the monarchs. Yeah. I think if they're a tool, like, yeah, that's fine, but it's just, it's just not funny. And I'm not naming names. I'm not throwing shots, but I just know people that like still wear them. And I think they think the joke is still funny, but it's, it's not, but there's just other things. Okay. Yeah, let's brainstorm real quick. What are trash. some alternative, what are some alternative, like to that, dad sneaker aesthetic that we can finish with the monarchs we've established like a new balance 990 anything else come to mind i'd say the god the most recent like adidas they brought back like their old school basketball shoe and i don't know why i'm blanking oh, right yes, now yes yes the forums i know exactly yeah, what you're, yeah, the forums yeah. exactly so yes. the forums would be a good one um Nike had like a shoe back in the day. I wish I was like close to my closet. I just start pulling out stuff and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these oh, would be good for dad, you know? But like, yeah, it's like, um, these will be listed tomorrow. <laughs> but no, like, I'd say that would be one. Definitely like the 990. I just like that gray silhouette. Like, yeah. Steve Jobs was ahead of his time as far as like fashion low key. So much. Yes. <laughs> I think additionally, we can submit the um, Reebok Workout Plus. Come on. Okay, yeah. Those and like Four. the C, the whatever that like cream one they did. Yep. Yeah, the Club C. Yeah, Club C. totally. These are all things that you can get, folks at home, that are simple, great white sneakers. This is, what we've got, and this is always the joke I say, Theo. But Dom on the pod, we've tried to never be like gurus, like yeah. the top five sneakers you need this summer. <laughs> Let's go. But this, this, like we we are trying to help right now. Yeah, yeah, I did. A, help, but I actually did a TikTok with that to like for like shoes under a hundred because everyone's so cost conscious. So yeah. I was like, yeah, the top five or top ten sneakers under a hundred that are like staples for the spring. You know, just I trying to help the guys out. There's a lot of guys who need some help, and I like That's I just want to be there for free, free game. That's facts. You killed it. And I think additionally, I found some early TikToks of you guys, one of hemming the pants. It's some of these helpful, the helpful hints that really go a long way. And honestly, people give us response like, please tell us more. But I'm just kind of like, let's just talk about clothes. And people are like, help me form an opinion. (laughs) Or you could just like discover things. But yes, let's do that. Yeah, we'll just tell you. Um, Bro, I absolutely love it. Theo, what's percolating on top of your brain that you really want to ask Dom Okay, we've been 149 days in the waiting. That's so true. I've been waiting 149 <laughs> days to ask this question. Um, so you're talking about helping the guys obviously as a, a vintage seller online. Talk to us about, um, I'm generic guy wanting to buy a shirt F- fit. How do, how do I navigate what fits me well? Do you do pit to pit? Do you just go from sizes? Is there something you recommend so that I can succeed when I'm buying from crew? Yeah, for sure. So what I tell people is like, take a shirt you like that fits well, get that pit to pit and then like that hem or that uh high point collar to hemline and that's the best way to figure out a shirt that's gonna fit because i buy all my vintage shirts like that you know sometimes supporting other brands or like the homies yeah um and that's the best way that you're gonna get something to fit right because all shirts shrink and change over lifetime so you can't go by the tag right as you're like buying for yourself personally um, obviously all of these things factor into it, but would you say it's like fit first? Would you say it's like what the shirt is? Does it have to speak to you from like a story perspective? Or are you just like, that oh, looks cool. Point. I'm going to wear it. 
Ooh, that's good. It's like it's a happy balance because it's kind of hard to find. Because I wear my stuff a little oversized. I'm like For a sure. natural XL. Yeah. So vintage double XL, like as far as measurement wise, yep. are hard to find. So yeah. I try not to fall in love with graphics first until I know that yeah. it could fit me. Because yeah. if not, I'm gonna have something that's, that's so like good. you know, totally shirt. and yeah, that's yeah. not my stuff. That's 2015. We've seen now. that love story. <laughs> We've seen that love story time and time again, where you're more in love with the graphic, but the fit just. What's the movie? He's just not into you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it. that. You're and looking for a rom com, but we got the wrong thing. You're looking for the proposal, but he's just not that into you. It's not, and it's the worst it hurts. So I'm always like, if I'm looking, I'm like, let me check those measurements. Okay, yeah. we're good. Yeah. Have there been some heartbreaks that you've like ordered online? You get it in the mail and you're like, ooh, this doesn't fit the way I'm hoping. Been snug. It's actually like, oh, yo, can I can I run and grab something real quick? I just yeah, want to grab yeah, one of my favorite teams. Give me one sec. Okay, cool. So I was like looking online for the shirt and I found this one and it happened to be printed on like a 2XL long. Oh, that's so cool. yes. it's a sick shirt, you yeah. know, like a Jesus flip. I'm a big Jesus flip T fan. Yeah, yeah. But like it was mad long. So oh. I ended up having to cut it. Yeah. And like, you know, gave it this like curled hemline look. That's cool. But I like it even better. But yeah, it was like almost down to like my thighs. Which yeah. Not my jam. So That's now cool. it's like right yeah. mid thigh. But yeah, this is like Have one of those things where. Oh, go on. Let me. Oh no, yeah. No, I'm just saying that's like one of those things where I bought it. It didn't fit how it looked in pictures, and then you know made it work. Real quick before you yes. go, Carson, do you ever like distress anything, or do you just buy it off the rack and sell it? Uh, for like for crew or for myself? Uh, I guess either or. Yeah, so for myself, like I've released some hemlines, you yeah. know, something's like right there on the cusp of being my fit. Right. Um, as far as like distressing, I usually keep like all the vintage like naturally distressed because cool. sometimes it's hard to. There's like a thin line between like looking bad and like looking intentional. So for sure, yeah, yeah. However, it, however, it came out over like the past 20, 30 years is how I'm gonna sell it. Cool, cool, totally. Speaking of releasing the hemlines and the secrets, um, for all the people at home, we've talked about this before. But a good way to denote vintage tees, and we talked about this with Lexi Westlake. Basically, people a lot of times, maybe the un, un I wouldn't say uncultured, but <laughs> the uneducated. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is like an old shirt. It must be vintage. No, like the classifies vintage. We gotta be basically baking, basically breaking twenty years, and a good demarcation of that would be the single stitch hemlines, both in the sleeve and at the bottom, because that. They stopped doing that in 98, anything older than 98. Now we're in 2021. So technically creeping into the 2000s, we're seeing vintage of that single stitch isn't always the demarcation, especially mm -hmm. whatever. However, I think there's this romance with the single stitch, at least for me. When I look down at the sleeve, it's just like, wow, this is the real deal, Vander Holyfield. So I was curious with you having to chop off some or release some, is there any like, uh, Goodbye, single stitch at the bottom. <laughs> so by my old friend. And any like, oh, well, maybe because I he have sews a, it onto another shirt. <laughs> I know. Because I have a vintage and it's this really cool. It's a Black History Month tee, actually, and has all these like black figures on it. Um, this huge graphic and it's single stitch on the sleeve and the hem, but it's super duper long. So I'm like, if it were cropped or like, you know, if it was just shortened, it would hit. But I'm like. Do I take it to a person and ask, like, can I get that single stitch back? Because I don't want to say goodbye. So what's, what's your love affair with the single stitch? And are you like, no, I don't care. I know it's vintage. Dude, it's so funny you ask. Dang, I like, oh, I can't find it. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to show you something because I just had to. I just had to do this. It was right here. I don't know if it like fell on the floor. I just had to cut some single stitch sleeves off Dang. of my Juneteenth shirt because it just wasn't looking like right. Yeah. And so, and I, they they were still laying around here somewhere of like the sleeve cuffs. Cause I'm like, should I make this a headband? Like, no, I'm just <laughs> yeah. that, like you show up to hoop and it's like, we get it, Dom. You're into single, like, maybe just headband. a single dingle headband. You can't a see single me. stitch shooting sleeve. <laughs> it's like, we get it, dog. Like, okay. You're into, tell me you're into vintage. Without yeah. That's you're it. Vintage. Yeah. You're like, babe, both of these sleeves could become the legs of my boxer briefs. I can That's make it. vintage boxer briefs. <laughs> That's the next thing. Come on, we innovators over here. I might I have to it. collab Damn. with you on those now. Come on. Yo. Yeah, bro. We'll get in line with you. Okay, I am curious. Again, I can't I can't stop just shouting out the selection. And this is no this is no hate to the oh, you know, the the heat files, you know, Instagram accounts with your like 
again, your Ghostbusters or your movie tees or whatever. For but sure. it's like the stuff that you guys have posted, it just feels so tasteful. Yeah. For and sure. it just feels like, where did this come from? So again, I called you the Baron of the Bins, but where are you securing a lot of these? The Pharaoh of the Fleet. Like, where are you getting some of these pieces? And are these like leftover pieces that other people pass up that you're redeeming? Or are you having to go tooth and nail with people over this certain aesthetic? Because there is an aesthetic and it is that, you know, the neutral, the workwear, the seventies, mm-hmm. eighties, um, let's call it Shia LaBeouf a little bit on the vintage yeah, T like aesthetic. You know, it's the, it's the mule, it's the mule look too. But so are you having to fight tooth and nail or are you redeeming stuff that other people are looking over? Cause they're wanting to stock the heat locker. So for me, it's so funny. I did the bins once and I was like, ah, this isn't for me. So yeah. a lot of those like accounts or like, like, you know, some of those sellers, like that's their jam. I'm not going to fight someone's like Abuelita over a t-shirt or like a pair <laughs> of pants. Totally. Like that's not for me. So, uh, I work with some, you know, regular Goodwills or things like that, or like rag houses and yeah. I'm doing the work though. So stuff comes in, I'm busting down bales. I'm in like Whoa. a box, a box that's like 10 feet tall with 2000 shirts. And I'm like, yeah, this would be heat. And the reason why we didn't get into like rap or sports was like, you just didn't want a pigeonhole. And there's a lot of that out there. I'd rather yeah. find something that like, you're not going to see this. You're not going to see this seventies bar tea on For anybody sure. else. Yes. You're not going to see this. What is it, like save the world tea from like 75 or this Wisconsin Raiders soccer team yeah, on a sixties yeah. Russell tea, you know? So it's like that stuff that's like really sure. helped us stand out. Um, and then just like you said, how we do the Instagram page, not just doing like uh flay like lat was it like flat lays, sorry. Yeah, yeah like yeah, tongue yeah. twisted. Mm-hmm. Just like seeing it on people or, you know, like I said, incorporating like reels and things like that just to show like we have a personality too. It's right. not just like totally. here's our garments, send us the Venmo. Call it a day. Yeah, See like, you later. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. And it's just so I mean it's so good. Again, uh I'm just so impressed with like where some of the stuff is found and the quality of them. Um, a couple of weeks ago in May, May 7th to be exact, you posted a bunch of vintage hats. There was like this black Texas one that again, I'm no. a Texas boy <laughs> and um, again, I'm on my cowboy coop. So I'm just like this, but I'm like, where did you, is it just LA? Are you, and then are you also perusing Depop and doing small flips like from what other people have curated? Cause I'm just thinking like, man, I just haven't found like this much of this style in quality Yeah, at, like my local goodwill. So again, spill the secrets, spill the beans. For for you, I will actually bleep this <laughs> out. In, inter, inter, <laughs> we gotta bleep this out. No, um, okay, good. no like we sometimes can. it's like sometimes it's like the the two a.m. can't sleep. Let me hop on eBay and maybe snipe some stuff. So yeah. some you know uh, set my filters to this, and you know what's available now. What's you know free shipping? Like who's yeah. willing to offer? Sometimes like Damn. I'll just favorite stuff and wake up to somebody being like. I'll take seven dollars off, and I'm like, I bet you will. Dang, send yeah, that that's to, the filters. Send that to Sherman Oaks, baby. Let's go. Dang, let's go. Is there like a specific so, yeah. criteria, or is it just stuff that speaks to you? So for me, it's like I just like dope stuff. It sounds yeah. so like cliche, but it's like no, no, for things sure. that look good. You know, I'm yeah. not ever looking for like I need a Disney this or like that Texan hat. I was like, this felt logo is cool, or right, even like right. I found the chocolate and cream. Brian hat. I don't even yeah. know that many Brian's with a Y spelling, <laughs> but I was like, this is dope. So even some guy named Coop could wear it, but like, right. hey, let's go. Um, and then a guy named Brian actually ended up buying it. So but yeah, it. it's like awesome. whatever just looks good to me. It's not like I ever go out like looking for a grail. It's like right. something looks cool. I'll right. like lay it out and be like, yeah, I got to get this. It's got to come home with me. And I think it's so sick too. Cause like your personal style, I think people would probably look to and be like, Oh, I love his style. And then through that kind of fall into crew. So it's almost sure. like both of those like kind of accounts are obviously like functioning off of each other to where now it's like people see you and they're like, yo, this guy's got six out. He's got a vintage page. I definitely got to like call from that. Yeah, dude. After that, after that mule boys post, I ended up getting like some orders coming in. Cause they so were like, sick. Oh, this guy does this. And then, you know, ended up going to the Instagram and then following that. And then like, yo, I need that vintage Kmart kids hat or like one of these, like I said, these eighties Forrester's friend shirt. That's such a random shirt, but the graphic was so dope, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's sick. 
That's awesome. Um, that being said, let's talk about those mules for a second. I believe they were like custom and you posted them and then the, the big account mule boys, um, shout out Gene De Leon, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the guy's yeah. name. Yeah. Shout out him. I bet he'll listen. Um, <laughs> I was wanting to make sure I said his first name correct. No, you're I good, you're good. But anyways, um, they feature you, which is dope, which, you know, on Father's Day, I, I had something similar happen to me. You tell your story, I'll tell mine. But just like <laughs> you made those mules yourself with patches and then photoed them or what? Yeah. So I like I was at like one of my spots and I found a bunch of dope vintage patches and then I like took some E6000 glue, my wife's like hair dryer, yeah. and like got to popping. So yeah, they came out. I just found patches that were like really meant a little something to me. So there's this Ohio patch from like the 70s hey, that I thought was dope. Yep. The cross from like St. Elizabeth like school, but you know, my faith cross for sure. The kids playing soccer for like my son. Let's go. The uh, this patch is hard to see, but it's like you know a nurse's patch for my wife, and then yeah. like some of the other ones oh, that just sick. filled the space, but were just super cool and all unique. So yeah, that's how it. those came about. I love it, bro. Yeah, and they feature you, and and you get the business. Okay, so let's say similar story, right? You know, Father's Day, which at the time of recording was yesterday. You know, I just I post a flick right before I go to church. My fit of faith, which if you're listening on Sundays, hey, tag us in your fits and even your midweek fits of faith. We'll come on uh, with Tacova's boots because I got some boots for Father's Day, and then Tacova's themselves shoots me a DM it and happened. says, "Hey, do you do you want to be featured?" And I'm like, "Does a bear crap in the woods?" Woo. Yes. <laughs> And so then let's just say we're working behind the scenes. Tacovas, there's room for you on the pod. There absolutely is. So continue to bang our line. Shout out my social media manager guy that I'm talk, chatting to. And so that's just super cool, man, that that had to happen. So that being said as well, you I've seen you tagged and post for, I believe, I don't want to say NBA players, but just like people of more um, notoriety or, or influence, or I've seen some blue checks. What's like the coolest or like room that you were able to get into through Crew Vintage that you're like, oh, wow. I didn't expect to be in here or with this person. Yeah. So some I've had, I've styled like, uh, this artist, like Eliana, she's coming up, uh, like indie artists. So she's like, yo, my engineer, you found some Levi's for him and I need some that fit. And I didn't get a chance to like go measure her or do anything. I had to just like go off of a pair that she had and like hope that the day of the shoot, when I pulled up with my bag of tricks (laughs) that they worked for and they fit like a glove. And like, that was one of the coolest things. And then also working with, like I said, this hat brand Mawa, I styled one of their shoots for a hat that they were coming out with and modeled it after like 90s airport fits because those are some of the best fits ever if you have a chance to google google 90s airport fits everybody showed up like fly from like denzel to halle berry to like jerry seinfeld yeah yes (laughs) sick so those are yeah so those are like some of my favorite like moments through crew I love it, dude. Speaking of those fire fits, bro, we're going to transition to our next segment of the pod, which is GARMS, where we get into the meat and potatoes and the nitty gritty of your personal style. So to start, I know we've hit a bunch on crew and Theo even dropped some breadcrumbs of your personal style, but how would you describe your personal style? And in your day job, in your day job, um, are you dressing just what you like, how you normally like to dress, like how we see you on the pod now? Or is there some sort of uniform you had to subscribe to? But first off, go off on the personal style. So personal style, I'd say like skid row chic. I'd say Let's something like go. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I don't know if that's offensive or PC, but yeah. I'd say like <laughs> it's a little bit of like, yo, he's, he's wearing stuff that's kind of old, maybe a little thrash, but like is fly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'd say like. That would be like a little bit. So some workwear, some like army. I could be one day I'm in the U.S. Air Force. One day I'm like, you know, working a jackhammer. I can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's and sick. Then, so then with your everyday work job, did the do the fits have to change or do you have some of the freedom to dress how you want? Yeah. So like every day I'm usually like a Chelsea boot and I might have like more of a tapered denim or like a black pant. Yeah. And then like uh either like polo or like a nice button up, like untucked. And uh, the side note for guys, stop wearing skinny jeans. Just get them tapered knees down, please. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Let's just say we had a conversation with a future guest of the pod like two days ago, and he was 
roasting my fits to my face. Jeez. And, uh, <laughs> but it was good. Let's just have some East Coast energy. He knows who he is. Um, but but we had talked on that topic, so I can't I can't wait for him to come on the pod talk about that. Okay. So that being said, bro, what are some brands and styles that you're that you're into personally? Obviously, vintage. So if you want to get into certain, like I love Screen Stars, Screen Stars for Life, or <laughs> beyond, whether that be new stuff. What are some brand styles, things you're into, rocking and shocking? Dang, it's so hard because like I knew this question was coming, and it's like. Do I shout out the homies? Do I shout out like brands I like? Because there's a lot. Like we, both yeah. for it all. we literally right. have time for it all. Right. This is an well, Oscar speech. Go for it. Yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just let me know when you need. Yeah. Let me know when you need to play me off. But no, like <laughs> as far as like every day, usually I'm wearing like something a homie has made. So cool. like, I mean, you guys have That's seen awesome. like my stories and stuff. Always yeah. showing love to like the fam. So like, I've named them already. Like Mawa, my boy Joshua at the Last Adam. Uh, one of my boys, like Donnie Diaz, LA, just had some of his uh, new nice. shorts that he dropped featured on like CP3 cool. uh, in the tunnel. Ooh, let's uh, go. You, Tunnels, you know, Sons and Four. <laughs> that's, you know, uh, my girl Adeline, full speed, not casual. Um, uh, Midwest Kids, Miller's Room, Discontinued, Vibes Protection Council, Maiden Co. Galley, like all the homies are doing dope stuff. Come and on. like, that's so I would, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to like come on here and like shout out myself if I didn't show love to like, everybody in my network who I rock with love it that's such an interesting ability for you to name off a number of people that are chasing a fashion dream or doing something is that a symptom of LA or is that just the anointing God's place on your life because I couldn't tell you like again from formerly living in Arizona East Texas I'm like uh shout out this one church that i like their shirts you know it, it's it's rare right theo that you're interfacing sure. with someone that's shout the out that one to church. do their own yeah like shout out that one church like that's doing their own stuff um so is that a symptom of la that you just spit in the air and everybody has a brand or it's just man this is the unique mixture that god's placed me in i'd see it's like i definitely say it's a mixed bag because some of the people they've been working towards their goals for like five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And some were like creative outlets through COVID. Like, yo, my job's kind of on the fence right now. I don't know like what's going to come out of this. So let me go for that goal that was in the back of my head that maybe someone told me before that like, ah, it's not a good idea or it's too expensive. Don't go for it. Yeah. So yeah, just happened to be like a mix of both. And like I said, God's placed all those people in my life and we've all kind of grown together or like learned and grown from one, uh, one another. That's, That's cool. awesome. So as you're observing some friends and even brands you love, but having this core DNA strand that is vintage, again, I, I use this pod as my therapy and I just talk about my problems, but <laughs> I always have this constant battle between why would I buy something new when I could get something vintage? Not necessarily the eco warrior aspect, but the, the way it fits, the way it looks the ability to find it for cheap on my own. Mm -hmm. So how do you balance supporting the homies, buying something new when still there's this love for vintage? Like, okay, I have, or I want to get a t-shirt. Like, am I going to go to target or whatever to get this arc logo that says swag or like, <laughs> Oh, let me find a $12 vintage tee that says Ralph's horse barn. And it's like, yeah. yo, this is way sicker. Uh, it's, it's a balancing act. Cause like I keep it real with my friends. Like if stuff's dope, I'm going to support, but also like, as selfish as it sounds like if I don't get it first a lot of times I don't grab it because I don't like wearing stuff everybody else has like yeah. this one I personally went to like my guy like I know that just dropped on Friday I need it let me get the post to pick first with it yeah um but yeah so and then as far as like vintage stuff like I love vintage denim so a lot of my bottoms are vintage just because they were just mm. constructed so well I've blown the crotch out of many a pants of like new stuff. So I hate to see it. <laughs> as far as like it, bro. As far as like pants, it's all vintage and then tops. Love vintage tees, but also like I treat myself every now and then. And then mostly all my shoes are like newer. I don't need yeah. the vintage shoes because totally. I want to be able to wear Same. them. I'm not the collector guy, you know? Yeah. Same. Totally. Okay, so that being said, go off then maybe about some other brands that you're into beyond the homies. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just actually just did like some work for this brand, like Merrill. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Yes, mm -hmm. bro. So, yeah. Bro, listen to me. <laughs> Theo can confirm it. The like black Merrill shoes you're posting, literally a year ago, I was like, my wife, I was like, Stacy, let me get these. Like these with socks would look so sick. I was literally, my brain was there. My heart wasn't quite yet, but cool. my head was there. But she was like, no, those are weird. And for, then I see you posting them. I see tons <laughs> of people. The dude, um, 
uh, shout out him. I want him to come on the pod. But Johan or, or Johan from 316 mm-hmm. was wearing them. I'm like, dude, I literally foresaw this. I was like, I can see this. This is like a better croc. But anyways. Dog, yeah, you know, you're, 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 a, you're a line. That's the thing. Like, you got to go with it because clearly you have the eye. Yeah. Yeah, so, bro. So I, the next Theo, th- did I tell you about that? You did. You did. Did I ever send you? Yep. Like the they were like neon ones yep. or blue ones or like the tie-dye blue ones. And I was like, oh, if you wore these with like a neon sock. Come oh, on, dude. Man. But anyways, no, dude, I missed the boat. No, you got the look. But that's like <laughs> that's one of them. Like they actually reached out. I got an email from them to do a couple fit picks, and I was like, Sick. you guys actually have dope stuff. So um them as far as like designers i love uh Josue from gallery department yeah i've had like some gallery department for a couple years and he's finally like taken off which is dope to see um denim tears is like another one i'm shouting out all the black black designers i love some of them can't can't afford yet can't afford quite yet but yes uh, denim tears has been so sick i always whenever i reference in my rant of um basically off-white collection nike mm-hmm. singers being ruined i reference <laughs> the night when when virgil was doing the nike or the the jordan ones mm-hmm. and he was signing them and he for uh jermaine emery he did like he on his he signed like mama's proud or something because uh, jermaine emery's like mom is really big to him yeah uh and he was like that's what made it and so i always whenever i do my little rant about that <laughs> long time listeners of the pot will know that's who I'm always thinking of. I'm yeah. like, when he had them and he's like, this is how they're supposed to be. And the ones were just beat to crap. And again, <laughs> Virgil graffitiing them on the sides. I'm like, this is it. It's not with your H&M shredded denim and your Bape shirt, like at youth camp. This is not how they were supposed to be done. But anyways, okay, go off. Um, like Salihi already like mentioned him. And then yeah. um, Daryl Brown, a homie from Toledo who like was an engineer uh, on like the trains there and then became a stylist for Kanye. Cool. So like That's now he's so got sick. two of his own brands. So love what he's doing. And then obviously Kanye, of course, yeah. one of my uh, one of the people I've like loved ever since like, you know, college dropout days and before. Yep. Totally. OK, bro, when you talked about Merrill, it it perked my ears up for this idea and you can tell me if I'm crazy right or wrong but I think it's interesting this increasing trend of young people millennials fashion forward people dipping into the archives of these historically what you would say like goofy hiker whatever brands and then pulling out these things and rocking them and they look great so do you either think one that these brands actually have heat just no one was paying attention to them or that the personal style is able to redeem this item and make it cool. I honestly believe it's like style comes from like the how you wear something like the confidence because someone yeah. could put mm-hmm. on a fit that I have and it looks great on me, but it could look like a costume on someone else, you know? Yeah, totally. And then as far as like uh, I was going through their site and like they're like, yo, pick anything you like. And like I was like, I need these. Oh, like they make look crazy. But I was so like. Sick. I was like, I need these. So I got these in the green and black. Like, forgot the actual name of them. I should have shot them up. But, like, I needed yes. these mules. For all the, so like for all the listeners, these are like a, a mule-looking um, Merrill shoe with, like, a probably neoprene or somewhat water-resistant um, top with just, yeah. you know, kind of a hiking sole. But just, like, similar to a Croc or a mule or a Birkenstock Boston, just slip in. Those look sick. Yeah. Which I think is so interesting in the big arc, like, 2017 we saw the um like suey coke trend so Mm -hmm. the like um layered up sandals slide trend with socks but now we have i think fully transitioned into like the mule of course crocs are big but i think there's an even more refined way to wear them but yeah you picked like just something beautiful that probably no one would think like oh yeah this is merrill yeah it's like and i don't even know if like their key demographic like realize like how much heat there is for sure it's like yeah most most mm. of their stuff is for functionality but like there's some dope stuff on there and it's like i can't re- I, I like never know how to say it the brand that's like it's like a a dinosaur bones arc uh oh arcteryx arcteryx yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I always slip up on it but it's like the same thing for them they're like outdoorsy someone's totally. like yo this could be streetwear and that's what i like was letting meryl know is like you guys got heat. People yeah. just don't know it. So yeah. show people mm-hmm. in the fire. Bro, and shout out for them for like reaching out to a guy like you to like collab with them. Cause that's so cool to to be able to like do that. And now like 
Literally, we're on a fashion podcast talking about Merrill. That's so high. Come on, you know. I'm about to send this to him. Like, yo, I need another check. Come on, for sure. Yeah, and, and so do we. Yeah. So, but anyways, okay, Merrill, bang our line, dude. Again, I was on the wavelength before. Um, talk to me as well. You're shouting out black designers. Obviously, you yourself are a person of color, black man in America. I think additionally, there's this like, and I've talked about it on many a pods, but this freshness baked into the black experience um where like that's on our forefront whether it's we're dressing fresh to overcome the stereotypes that people have about us or two like this is how mama raised us like we just look good do you think there's a certain level of secret sauce that the black man and women is able to again pick out i'm seeing the storyline like this white guy water shoe pick and freak it it's like ah so dang there was a lot in there it didn't seem like a lot of questions or like stuff to unpack but like I'll even go back to like myself. So like I wasn't allowed to leave the house like wrinkled. And that was yeah. one for like aesthetic purposes, but also you have to be above reproach as like, you know, black totally. man like leaving. And this was like I grew up in the nineties, two thousands. Yeah. Um, and then two, it's like doing the most with little sometimes. So mm-hmm. sometimes totally. they did, we didn't like my parents or like, you know, people like older generation didn't have access to everything. So they were like, I'm gonna freak this and make it better. And then it's like everybody comes running so like shout out dapper dan like they were letting them design and do collabs and now like 30 years later they're like yo please like your stuff was so heat and it's like one of those things so when it comes to like that it's like i think we're just gifted yeah yeah come on it's like it's genetics it's like we're just gifted and that's why like a lot of you know black designers or people sometimes are ripped because other people have the infrastructure right uh without the designs and then they see like someone little it's like i'm gonna need that yeah yeah, yeah. and it's Mm -hmm. tough so shout out to all the black creators and designers because you guys are unicorns you guys are lit come on yeah we just we just at the time of recording we're a couple days out from juneteenth we celebrated and in our post we made we talked about the importance and this is what we believe we don't just talk about it that to benefit off of black culture which much of fashion is that like you have to defend it so there has to be a point of support and knowledge and i think there's so there's so much god in i'm going to use this people group that the world tried to kill i'm going to use these people that like got shoved to the side and of course it's like yeah like you try to throw us the scraps if we turn the scraps to the entree like you know what i mean like like all i could afford was the water shoes but now the water shoes hit you know what i'm saying so i think it's a i think it's a beautiful story that we're seeing that yeah. i think is especially cool and and again you're proof positive um that being said dude the stuff that god's doing is going to transition us to our final segment which is god about the big man upstairs bro so this is your chance go off king about the big <laughs> king um it's so funny because this is like another thing as i we mentioned like pre-production like uh, over the last like month i've been um you know interviewing for a specific company and i ended up getting the gig and while i'm like contemplating like accepting the offer and things like that last week uh you know one of my buddies uh Charles Metcalf, Pastor yeah. Transformation. Oh, shout out. Come on the pod. You know, that's my guy. I have to call him too. <laughs> Bro, um, he is, Charles, you're, I know you're listening. He is one of our white whales. He's like true. you and him right up there. Again, first DM and next DM. True. He, he's Charles, a man. come on the pod. And uh, I think it was like last week or before he had a message on like answering the call. He's yeah. talking about, you know, moving to where God's going, whether it's like in a job uh, or it's, um, you know, to a new state or whatever. And it's easy to pick out like tidbits and be like, oh, this message was for me. So I'm like, ah, whatever. It was just a great message. And then yesterday, another buddy of mine, Pastor Jamar King from Mosaic, was talking about like the new you and like crabs molding and like breaking out of their skin and that like um, that, you know, creating their new shells and, um, you know, becoming the new and I was like, yeah, I've been super comfortable for so long. Right. Um, you know, one crew was like a way for me to break out of my shell and like put myself out there. And then two, with this new role, like I'll be breaking out of like what I've done for the past seven years yeah. and becoming super wow. uncomfortable, leaving like my safety net. And uh, the timing was right. And those two messages were ones that like really hit me. And I'm like, ah, so, you know, God speaking through other people yeah. um, to tell me like, yo, you're in the right position. You're where I want you to go. It's time to move. Come on. Absolutely love that. Okay. That being said, 
We're going to try a new segment today. We did it um, with a David Funk episode, but we're calling it Logan Unleashed, where we let our intern Logan come off pod. And he has one fire question that he asked for you. He previewed it with me. It's right on these lines, and it's heat. So, Logan, unmute yourself and become unleashed. Come on, Logan. All right. Yeah, Dom, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Look, man, you know a lot about fashion. You know a lot about vintage because you know how to find the worth in each piece. So, like, I'm Gen Z, and a lot of people struggle with, like, self-worth and identity. So if you were to find, if you were to say something to anyone who's dealing with, like, self-worth or finding their value, what would you have to say to that? Wow. That's a Logan really Unleashed, good, baby. profound question. Man, you brought the heat at the end. Um, <laughs> Wait, what would you expect from our intern, dude? This is how we come. <laughs> no, you guys got a great intern. I would just say that... Um, there's only it. It's so hard not to sound cliche when you're like you know giving advice to someone, but it's like there's only one you, and like yeah. you've had this amazing story and journey so far um, that I believe like you're put here for a reason. Yeah. And whether it's like you're struggling with self worth, like you don't fit in, there's a reason you don't fit in, and now it's your turn to figure out why God Ooh, chose you to stand on. out. That was sick, Logan Unleashed. Well, Dom, dude, you've absolutely killed all three segments. But there's one thing we got to do before we get you out of here, and that's talk about your PTP, aka the post tie <laughs> pickup. So, dude, after you gave your ten percent to the Lord, what was the last item, clothing or otherwise, you copped? that you're stoked on? And then what's the next thing that you have your sights set on ready to pull that 2 a.m. trigger? Oh, man. Now my wife can't listen. I'm going to be like, cut it off right before <laughs> this part so she doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but some uh, Jacques-Marie Maj sunglasses were like, hey. I needed them. I needed Come them. On. They looked great, like yeah. the walkers. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they'd like be perfect. So especially with the aesthetic, summertime. Sounds I love um, it. And then I love it. For like future... You guys know, like, Bode, that's a jacket. Like, I yes, want yes, one of those. Yes, yes, if yes, I can yes, get yes, one yes. in a double XL, like, oh, I love it. Uh, her work is just so delicious. Yes. <laughs> that's so sick. That's also interesting, like, your mocks or your Burks kind of resemble. For um, sure. I've heard it pronounced Bode as well. But just, like, a Bode, their collegiate. Yeah. Hmm. They're that collegiate pant. So she yeah. has this pant that has these illustrations all over them. And it's in reference to like vintage universities for homecoming. Mm -hmm. They would do these crazy like mascot illustrations or stories. But I could see the I could see the fit with a dope jacket and then the the patchwork burks on the bottom. Come on, baby. Come on. That same thing. Dude, I need I to holler it. at her and be like, yo, let's let's link up. Do it. Like, do you like Merrill? Uh, <laughs> no, I got you, girl. Got a direct line to the to the Merrill themselves. <laughs> well, bro, it's been so good, but there's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. Dom, tell the people how they can get in touch with you and anything cool you got going on. Yeah, let me actually pull up. I'm like, yo, what's my what's my IG? Is it my full name? So yeah, it's Dominique Ashan Jones. Uh, and then as far as like my vintage page, it's Crew Vintage Co. C-O. And that's where you can find all things vintage. Just come by and say what's up, man. Like a post. I don't need you to buy. Just support. You know, show love. Yes. And on TikTok, Absolutely. Dapper Dom, if you guys want some tips oh, on yo, let's go. how to style your clothes, how to get things tailored, uh, or just like looking good, hit me up with some questions on there. Love it. Dude, I absolutely love it. This has been a fire episode, Dom. 149 days in the making. Totally, totally worth it. Yes. Garmy, this was another episode of Fits of Faith. And as always, we thank you for rocking with us. And we leave you with this. It's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace. Peace.